Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. This is a podcast where we take some time to watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, the classic NBC sitcom, and then we talk about it. And by we, I mean myself, I'm Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Oh, man, it's good. You doing all right? Yeah, I know. Right. We've just been, we've been talking for like the last 10 minutes and all of a sudden, yeah, let's record. And there goes my voice. Yeah. Well, this will, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, uh, it's Friday, Jeremy. And I know everybody is wondering, uh, what's the weather like today? Cause we uh-huh. record on Friday, but we release on Thursday because it takes a long time to edit this. Um, <laughs> mainly because I just don't want to do it right away. And then anyway, don't worry about it. Listener. Um, what is Friday uh, weather? Friday's weather today in the greater, uh, North Road area is uh, cloudy, but not raining right now. I uh, understand that there's going to be some more moisture over the weekend, um, and uh, that'll be fun. Hopefully, I would there's. Love, I, I would love. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying. Hopefully, there's a a window where I can get my son out to mow the backyard because the grass is too long, um, and I have doctor's orders not to do yard work. So, because of allergies. Well, back pain. There's there's various things. And yeah. I mean, my internet doctor just was like, yeah, sure. You got it, dude. You did so, the research, right? I did my own research and yeah. I got immunized from yard work. From yard work. <laughs> oh, pro. I'm pro. Um, yeah, I, uh, dude, mowing wet grass is terrible. It is. That, it's awful. Just gets all, all clumpy. But you know, right. we need to mow it now before mm-hmm. it gets like snow frozen. Yes. And then like frosty. Cause then it's even worse. You don't you don't mow frosty grass. Wait, wait, hold up. To. Yeah, it's like grassicles. Huh. Well, th- this changes everything. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's two times of the of the year where I am like very happy about the grass situation. One is summertime around August when the grass dies and it's all moss and you can't do anything about it. Uh, and then the second time is in like. January where it's frozen and it stops growing. I love that. It's just done. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's here. (laughs) (laughs) It's here and there, depending on your perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I was thinking about the name of our show and it really is accurate. It is parks and a conversation. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. no worries about it. Um, So uh, this episode, uh, season four, episode 16 uh leslie is uh planning a party it's called jerry's birthday and uh the the main thrust of the the story is that uh the parks department forgot jerry's birthday so they're gonna throw a big party for him because he was born on january 20 or february 29th so he only has birthday every four years and it's uh his 16th so leslie's gonna throw a big party but how leslie is over committed to too many things um and so we see that she needs to take a break and slow down and focus in on her campaign. And so that's the tension point uh, for uh, the main story. And then as that story progresses, there are uh, little stories along the way that are all kind of like wrapped up around Jerry's party. Uh, so we're just going to go straight through with the episode. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that'll, that'll be fun. I, I off the top, I like this episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, uh, it's a, a pretty solid episode. There's some good spoofs. There's a few things that annoy me. Um, the uh, the the campaign sign is arguably one of the best uh, jokes in this episode, I think. And uh, the 
the worker at the sign store is fantastic. Um, so yeah. What do you think about this episode, Jeremy? Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I love, I love Donna's kind of story in this almost as much as any other part of this. Like, like the more we learn about Donna, like Mm -hmm. I love how they use her. I wish they would use her more and she will get later in the, in the show, but, um, like in the, in the series, but yeah, just every little, every little new clue we learn about Donna is, is a lot of fun for me. So yeah. It is good. Uh, and and you know, one thing I hate is when people say not to be that guy, because it's uh-huh. like, well, now that's just an excuse for you to be that guy. But um, not to be that guy. But the episode name is actually Sweet 16. Oh, sorry. My it, bad. No, no, no. And, and the only reason why I bring that up is not to be that guy, but because it's episode 16 of season four and it's Jerry's Sweet 16 birthday, which happens every four years. Yeah. Season four, episode 16, Illuminati <laughs> confirmed. It's fantastic. And you, you don't believe in the Bible code. All right. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Dan Brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a different thing. But th- that, that's for our conspiracy <laughs> podcast. We'll get to that later. Um, so. Or is uh, it? <laughs> that's what I want you to believe. Um, th- that's for Patriots only. Uh, so let's uh, jump in and talk about this episode. The cold okay. opens. The cold open starts with uh, Anne coming to see Leslie to ask about a poster for her campaign. And Leslie promptly says, no, we can't do that. And they go outside to talk about it because, as we learn through her uh, Leslie's talking head, uh, as a city official, she cannot do any campaign work on in City Hall. So she has to go outside. And so the cold open is her balancing this back and forth um, between going outside and inside and it end the end of the cold open is her standing at the doorway talking to Ben and April at the same time they both have questions for her um as uh and she's going inside and outside and it's super annoying mm-hmm. um one of the problems with this is like I don't understand why they couldn't just like block out an hour and say Here's a campaign hour. Go. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> All that has to be done in real time. Yeah, it sounds really urgent that Perd Happily wants to do a Thursday interview now. <laughs> so so Perd Happily wants to do Thursday now. Like, instead of whatever day it is, he wants to do Thursday. And is Perd that busy that he can't wait a couple hours to hear back from Leslie? I don't think so. I mean, he's talking about his favorite animal is a doggy. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's the tension point. And, uh, Ben and April are out there talking and trying to get Leslie's attention. And, uh, Leslie tries to make it a game. Like, look out here is campaign and inside is, uh, is parks and back and forth, back and forth. And he was like, Oh, you know what else would make it more fun? And, and let hey, Leslie says, what? And, uh, she goes outside and April just closes the door and locks her out. Which I I totally get uh, April in that moment. So, well, how come uh, it was okay for her to have all those meetings with her campaign managers? When she had them? Yeah, they were they were using like the the rooms at City Hall to have their meetings. It was yeah. fine then. Yeah. So uh, I think they are just trying to create some tension. Oh, but it is a rule. Like you are not supposed to campaign. Uh, it, it is a American government rule that you're not supposed to campaign on government property. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the big challenges, what problems in 2020 with uh, 
the Republican National Convention being on the White House lawn. <laughs> that was a bit of a challenge to that whole rule. Um, so, hey, no one's using it. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, no one's using it. And everybody got COVID. So it's fun. Oh, our country is fun while it lasted. So, um, yeah. So then after the credits, Ron is sitting down with Leslie saying it's you have to take a leave of absence from the department. You're too busy. And Leslie is resisting to this idea because it's uh, she can handle it because even when she becomes city councilor, it's just a part time job so she can keep her full time job uh, in the parks department. And so she's rationalizing all this. But Ron points out that campaigning is a full time job. And you're doing 50 hours in the parks, 50 hours campaign. Like it's too much. You need to take a break. Um, and uh, he p- starts pointing out the things that she's missing as things are going slipping through the cracks. One is she forgot the parks maintenance report. She does every week and she forgot. Uh, and he also points out that she's worn the same sweater for four days in a row. Unless <laughs> um, he's like, what if I have owned four? He's like, you don't because you have a lollipop stuck to the back. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like that's what kid that's what the style now it's called lollipopping <laughs> oh it's not it's not um and then leslie says uh or ron tells her just straight out you need to take a sabbatical and this is my first gripe with this episode uh that is not the the term they want to take to use to take a sabbatical like a sabbatical is about rest right it's mm-hmm. sabbath rest so it's not to take time off to go do other work she needs to just take leave. That is the that is the word that they need to use. You need to take a leave of absence, which they started with, and they should have just stuck with it because this anyway bothers me. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I love I love how Leslie says like, you know, I accept your apology. I will not be doing that. <laughs> right? He's like, I will not take a sabbatical as we agreed, <laughs> and we will never discuss this again. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's spoilers. It gets discussed. It does. It comes up um, in one of what another one of my favorite parts of this episode, which I will get to. So, um, yeah. So then the next scene, Tom is uh, coming over to Anne's office and has a gift for her. Um, and uh, it is matching his and hers Kangol hats. Well, it's definitely his and hers Kangol hats. I mean, matching in, you know, they're yeah. the same hat, they're the same hat embroidered. Right. Anne's says Tommy's girl <laughs> and Tom's says Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and Anne points out, why not Anne's man? And uh, Tom's re- Tom's response to Anne is nobody owns me cupcake. Not even you, <laughs> <laughs> which is gross. Um, and Anne is not happy about this. And so she says, go burn these things. Um, and, uh, then Tom says, how about we do a different thing? Um, we put them on and take everything else off. And Leslie or Anne, like, uh, is not into that either. So, um, and then Tom is talking to April saying like, I don't know what's going on. Everything about our relationship, uh, is somehow wrong. Um, like, like these hats were awesome and she doesn't like them. Um, and they're awesome because they're the ones that Samuel Jackson wore at the Latin Grammys. <laughs> right? <laughs> why doesn't she like them? <laughs> Which also, like, why is he at the Latin Grammys? I don't know. I, or maybe he just watches them. Like, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Does he have a a Latin music career that we don't know about? 
I, I just think he's he's all about wherever the stars show up. Oh, yeah. He's just a scene maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. I was trying to explain to somebody the other day, uh, yesterday, um, we were talking about Foo Fighters. All right. And this person it, says, who's yeah. that? And okay. to which I said, how old are you? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, they're two, they're younger than me. I was like, how do you not know who the Foo Fighters are? And that, it started with like, do you ever, this person's a drummer. I was like, do you ever, do you follow Dave Grohl on Instagram? And then they said, who's that? <laughs> so it's a cascade of just like, you don't know what I'm talking about. And then, so then I was like, well, have you seen the other guys? Um, because Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> and The Rock are in it. And they have this awesome scene that is the background music is Foo Fighters. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, there goes my hero. So Samuel L. Jackson wore these and uh, and thinks they're terrible. And April's like, I don't know, leave me out of this. Um, and uh, but she's like, I set them up. So they keep coming to me for advice. And this is terrible because I don't care about them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's part of the tension is Tom and Anne's relationship and April being in the middle of all that. And then we cut to Andy, who's welcoming champion back into his life because uh, and Andy and April went out uh, out of town overnight and they let Chris watch champion and Chris in just a, an evening, maybe a half a day. He uh, took champion to the dog trainer and uh, learned German. Uh, you know, I was fluent in German words relating to dogs. Uh, <laughs> and he also uh, took him to uh, get various toys. He got his, his shots, he got him groomed uh, and plenty of exercise. And he says he's healthier than ever. And Andy, his immediate response is, did his leg grow back? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's like checking him. He's like, Looking at it, he's like, oh, oh. yeah, <laughs> like, no, well, OK, that's fine. Yesterday, <laughs> I had a very eventful day yesterday. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I went to the chiropractor and uh, and the <laughs> my chiropractor's office is kind of weird. Um, and sometimes there's a baby. <laughs> so, wait, it's just like, like an office baby. Well, it's the receptionist baby. Okay. Uh, and I'm used it's to like seeing... a magazine subscription that's just like there at the table. Like, I don't know. It's just an old baby. It's an old baby. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? I I finally just took the, the mailing label off my back yesterday. So um but yeah, it's a sometimes there's a old baby. <laughs> sometimes there's a baby there. But yesterday there was a dog. <laughs> And it took me everything. Like I was like, I was really proud of myself for not saying like, is this your baby? <laughs> wow. They grew up so fast. But this dog was like old and like not good looking, um, like a pretty ugly dog and like very, uh, very uh, long hair and like all black hair and uh, just scruffy looking. Um, and the dog came over to me because I, I am a, I'm a dog person. I like dogs. And I was like, there's something different about this dog. And it took me a while to realize that this dog was missing a leg. Because oh, wow. it looked like, like it was just really hairy <laughs> and like all the shadows were not helping with the black hair. It's like, <laughs> there could be a leg there. I don't know where the leg went. And then I'm like, oh, three-legged dog. So, yeah. Um, but uh, had, yeah. <laughs> had, had that dog heard of Foo Fighters? <laughs> I did not ask the dog if, okay. uh, but they probably do because they play uh, KZOK in the uh, the lobby there. <laughs> For those who um, don't know, KZOK is the classic rock station. Right. It's like uh, all the hits from the 70s, 80s and now. And yeah. And so that is a that's a hard one when you hear uh, songs from the 90s on the classic rock station. 
I'm not ready for that. So, um, the, uh, yeah, so they are, uh, yeah, so he's healthier than ever. And Chris is like, Hey, you know, dogs tend to take the personality of their owners. Uh, so if you sit on your couch all day watching cartoons and eating nothing but Cheetos, that's what he's going to want to do too. And Andy's response is who wouldn't, that sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, so Chris, uh, is sending off, um, Andy and champion and Chris is, uh, yeah, Chris just really loves champion, um, which is cool. Uh, and champion is, uh, an emotional support animal for Chris. Uh, and so Jerry comes into the office and what it can only be described as an amazing shirt. Um, and, uh, Tom immediately tells him to take it off. It looks ridiculous. Uh, and Jerry says, no, Gail got it as a birthday present. And this is when Leslie realizes she forgot Jerry's birthday. Um, and Jerry's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, it's a tough one to remember. And then talking head, Jerry explains born on February 29, only gets one real birthday every four years. Um, and Gail makes a big deal about it. Uh, they go to, <laughs> Uh, they go and split a huge piece of cotton candy cheesecake from Kiki's Kiki J's cheesecake <laughs> facility. <laughs> facility. <laughs> and I was watching it this morning, and that was the first time I caught cheesecake facility. <laughs> and I, I, maybe it's just because this week the kids and I we went to Cheesecake Factory. Uh, we got a gift card, and so we're like, let's go and just use this, and it was fun. But I, uh, it took a long time to get the cheesecake to us. And I was like, is the factory here? <laughs> I see a bunch just right out the case, right by the door. Like, what's taking so long? Should but, I get it myself? I don't know. So, the only, the only, And then nothing against Cheesecake Factory for anybody who likes it. I've been there, I think, twice. And the thing that threw me off about the Cheesecake Factory was it was one of the first times I've ever been at a restaurant where the menu was, I mean, it was the thickest menu I'd ever seen. And they offer everything, like, like mm-hmm. ev- everything. And I it just kind of was like, so are you are you good at cheesecake? But you also have all this. I, I was very confused. It's a very confusing yeah. place it's for me. It's a huge. Uh, it's a project to read the menu. Yeah. And when I when it first came to our region, the menu had ads in it. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Yeah. It no. had like Aldo ads and like all kinds of stuff that was in the mall. <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, what the heck? Like, I'm already paying you for this. Like, the, like, like if this is an app model, like me giving you money should remove the ads from the app, right? Well, you, haven't, you haven't ordered yet. They don't know if they're going to get the money. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if I'm in this far, I'm already on the booth and you've already brought the delicious bread out to me. I'm in. I'm just trying to figure out if I need to order tacos or spaghetti or chow mein. Like, I don't know. You know what? Make it a spaghetti taco. Delicious. It's not a terrible idea. So, yeah, so they go to the uh, cheesecake facility, (laughs) 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 which is just a fantastic joke. Um, And so um, but Leslie points out that this is awful and it's like it's terrible that she forgot his birthday. Um, And Ron points out, I guess it just slipped through the cracks um, because he's trying to make a point to Leslie that he she's forgetting things. Um, And then she has this brilliant idea that she needs to send Jerry out to do some fecal contamination testing at the reservoir. Um, and Jerry's perplexed to like, why? He's like, yeah, because you need to check the water for bird dung. Um, and Jerry's like, uh, can I just get some gloves? And let's like, no, what are you doing? Our water has poop in it. <laughs> and <laughs> so he leaves, uh, unless he convenes a meeting to talk about, uh, the fact that Jerry's turning 64 this year. Um, and Andy's response is he's only 64. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then she asks, uh, so 64 divided by four is, and asks everybody to do the math and you can hear Andy say 64. <laughs> it's 16. Um, yeah. So they're going to throw a surprise sweet 16 party. Um, and it's going to be super fun. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Leslie, uh, April's like just, just the usual stuff for office birthday party, cake and pop. <laughs> no. <laughs> The unusual, and she says fish and pop. <laughs> no, uh, so but Leslie found no. out cake and fish, right? <laughs> no, no fish. <laughs> but Leslie has found out that uh, they can do a very special event um, at uh, at Donna's family's lake house, which is a secret until this moment and donna is surprised how do you even know about that um and then donna has a talking head one of the rare donna talking heads at this point um where she talks about their haste their lake house and they keep it quiet because they're not big on hospitality the meagles are a cold people (laughs) and we i love later on when we learn more about the meagles um yeah like that they keep this throughout Mm mm-hmm like the tension of the Meagle family. It's yes. so good. Um, pays off years from now. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so Leslie says, can we use your house? Uh, and Donna says, yeah, I suppose, but you got to bring your own towels. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it's not a hardship. Bring your own towels, but it is still a very peculiar, specific request. Bring your own towels. Uh, so they get to the house and they're amazed. It's really beautiful. And uh, she gives the rules. No dirty shoes. Upstairs is Meagle House only. You can't use the hot tub. Um, and there's, a, you- there's a screenshot of the actual rule sheet that she gave out. And the very first one was no children. Absolutely no children allowed on the premises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I, you know, if I had a house like that, I would probably have that same rule, which would be a real bummer for my children. But, you know, yeah. it's my house, not theirs. They can get a job. Um, so, uh, yeah. So then Tom notices something and uh, says, uh, is that is that genuine? <laughs> Why do you have genuine's platinum record on your wall? Why do you have a photo with genuine at some place? And this is where Donna points out that genuine is her cousin. Yes. And Anne, like me, the first time I watched this episode said, who's genuine? Oh, <laughs> I had no idea who genuine was. Oh, pony. <laughs> Well, oh, I man. know now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Battle. So Tom starts pointing out like the song Pony differences. Um, and it's like, I doesn't understand how Anne can't know who Genuine is. And uh, and <laughs> Anne's response is, well, I know that he's Donna's cousin. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so this is a, a part of Tom's oh, no, no's list. Um, and not knowing 90s R&B music. Is, a, is number three on the list to which I would like to see the rest of the list. Because Agreed. I, yeah. I want to be I want to be not like Tom. <laughs> the anti Tom so, list. So this will help. Um, so, yeah, so this is going to be a moment of uh, tension for uh, for Tom and Ann. Uh, Chris comes to the house and uh, and sees champion um, and he starts to. Uh, give champion German uh, commands for the training class that he went to. 
Um, and he sits and he raises his paw. He does all kinds of fun stuff. And Chris is like, Andy, would you like me to teach you how to do this? And Andy then mumbles things. Um, says toxic Merkel, Merkel, (laughs) and uh, nothing happens. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, we see champion is responding to Chris and Andy is overwhelmed with the idea of training a dog already. Um, and so Leslie is on the phone in the next scene, uh, talking about campaign promises and stuff. Um, and pointing out how she's, uh, totally multitasking and she's going to show Ron all that is awesome about that. She can do it all. Um, and, uh, then they, uh, party's all set and, uh, she asks April, when does Jerry show up? And April says, I don't know. How would I know? And Leslie says, well, who's supposed to invite Jerry? And then she realizes she was supposed to invite Jerry. And uh, that's not a good thing to not invite the guest of honor to your birthday, their own birthday party. So her and Ron go to um, get uh, get Jerry. Maybe she should take a sabbatical. Yeah. But again, he refuses. Um, And uh, so then uh, as they're driving, uh, she says, I have a prediction, Ron. By the end of the night, you're going to take a bite of Jerry's cake, which incidentally we need to pick up on the way home. And you are going to say sabbatical, schmabatical. <laughs> Leslie <laughs> could do it all. She's the best and I'm stupid. And uh, <laughs> Ron just, I love Ron. That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> I love his attitude for this whole thing, honestly, because he's trying to continually point out to Leslie, but without being mean, right? Like he's still trying to convince her. You really, really need this. He has her best interest in mind. Right. But he has to point it out or else, you know, just kind of like keeping score. I don't know. He's doing it in like the friendliest way possible. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like a uh, a bit passive aggressive. Like, Oh, for sure. 100%. Um, he is her boss. And he could just tell her. Right. You're doing this. Um, But, but I, I don't think he wants like he doesn't. It's not that he can't. I don't think he has any problem. But like. He needs her to like take ownership of it, you know, like, yeah, he knows she's so she's a force of nature, but if she decides to do it, then it's going to be a lot better for them. Right. Good that's point. What I, you, that's what I think he's trying to do. You convinced me. Okay. All right. Um, so then Tom uh, comes to Anne and starts <laughs> asking, uh, you know, some important questions, uh, starting with acceptable thread count for sheets, <laughs> uh, which I don't know. Uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't even know. know like what a thread count is. Um, uh, I mean, I know it counts threads, but why per square inch, the more, oh. the more, the more threads per square inch, the, the smoother and silkier it is, the more comfortable it is. Huh? Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he starts Luxury. at a thousand, starts at a thousand, works all the way down to 600 and is perplexed that, uh, Anne is not stopping him at 600. <laughs> To which she points out, I have those cotton t-shirt sheets, <laughs> which that sounds about what I've got going on. <laughs> I mean, is it weird that I still have a Smurfs sheet? Um, so I don't. Um, and uh, and then Tom uh, is he goes and talks to uh, April about this, about the things that Anne has a problem with, which is uh, she's never seen a Paul Walker movie. She doesn't <laughs> care about Blu-ray. <laughs> she's a monster. I love how how Tom is. Tom is the one who says, April, this is serious. No, it's not. No, it's not. You just you just said Paul Walker movie. Yeah. Um, And so Aunt 
April's just like, well, just break up then. Like, this is, you know, you don't like everything the same. So, uh, you know, break up. And Tom again points out, I have more Uggs than she does. Uh, <laughs> and so April is uh, annoyed and she was getting sick of listening to them talk about their relationship. But then she remembered alcohol existed. Thank you, alcohol. Um, and so she's going to get wasted throughout the, uh, the episode to try to numb the pain of listening to Tom and Anne. Uh, Leslie and Ron show up at, at Jerry's house um, and start calling out to him. And Jerry um, tells them to come into the bathroom, which. Why would anybody do that? Why would why would anybody go into the bath? Anyway, that was one of my problems with this episode. Um, and. Uh, uh, so they find him in the bath with uh, reading a, um, a book and uh, drinking wine um, and. It was not a thing I wanted to see. Um, and uh, and so Leslie says, there's a parks emergency that only you can help us solve. So we need you to get out of the tub. Let's get going. And Jerry's like, oh, I got to get dressed. And Leslie just wants to no, there's no time <laughs> to get dressed. And Jerry then says, Ron then says, there's time, Jerry. There's time. Um, and so then you, they're in the car. What was the yeah. last time? What was the last time you took a bath? I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't I guess I don't always understand tubs then. Like like how many people actually take baths anymore? Uh children. Sure, for a few years. And then like us, they don't. But we have those tubs forever. Yeah. Well, you might get more kids. <laughs> yeah, just go to the chiropractor. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. There's a baby in here. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not, oh, sorry. I'm not a, uh, a bath person, um, because the water gets cold. Yeah. And it just turns into you soup. Yeah. No, thank you. Hard pass. Um, and so Jerry in the, is in the car and he's asking like, what's the emergency? Did we lose more seniors in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> and then his next option is no, it's a sinkhole, right? <laughs> and Leslie then, uh, notices by exclaims crap on a catapult uh, and she exclaims this problem. She sees her campaign sign, which has a little thumbnail of the actual sign and then the URL filling the rest of the uh, rest of the real estate for the sign, which is fantastic. Um, and so she says, I got to deal with this. And then Jerry's like, OK, but what about the sinkhole? Um but and I love too, like when they're like, this is an emergency only you can handle. The, so he's trying to rack his brain. Like, what are the emergencies that I've handled in the past? Oh, that's right. The missing seniors in the woods and the sinkhole. So it's like, so it's, this is all of these have happened more than once. Right. And what did he do? <laughs> right. <laughs> what did he do to, to solve a sinkhole emergency? Uh, so, um, yeah. So Ron is like, no, don't worry. Leslie's going to take care of the sinkhole. And, uh, yeah. And she's going to do it with a plum. Uh, so then back at the party Anne asks April, like, what's wrong with Tom? Um, and uh, essentially is, says it doesn't matter. Like, and Anne's like, is, is he going to break up with me? And April's like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and she just keeps drinking. And then Anne says, then I'm going to break up with him. And uh, and so, um, yeah, so and Tom and Anne are both coming to a conclusion to break up. And April is continuing to drink through it all. And so she celebrates with a drink cut to outside and Andy and uh, Chris are walking champion and champion keeps pulling on the leash. And so Andy's like, fine, I'll let you go. Um, Andy shows or Chris just shows up and is like, hey, look, uh, the uh, 
you need to keep them on the leash because there's a lot of strange smells and unfamiliar terrain. And, uh, you know, he'll be very interested in all that stuff. It's basically what Chris is saying. And Andy points out that leashes are just for dogs that bite people. Uh, and Chris knows more, says that's not true. Um, and so Andy is like, listen, he's my dog. I'm going to do what I want and lets him go. And he's going to, he's like, he'll stay right here. And champion just takes off. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, which would be very sad if you're a dog owner and your dog just runs away. Um, that's sad. Um, so then Leslie is at the sign store. Um, and wait, talking wait. to, yes. Sign ontology. What's the name of the Scientology? Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. So um, I love it. Then uh, they, uh, she says, like, listen, obviously, I would never have ordered a sign with all this complicated nonsense because, you know, we're not insane. Um, and so then he points out, his name is Walter, points out, like, see this order form? Uh, and uh, yeah, I can read the sign. And uh, then he, he says, this is what it says on the sign. And he just starts reading out the whole URL, which is always funny to me when people read out the urls like <laughs> captain holt reading out urls i love yes. it <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time um and uh and so uh let's like listen you anybody can see that this is a link to an image click on it and like she just goes reaches over to uh oh like click the link and walter's like that's highly out of protocol <laughs> there is sign store protocol you must follow yeah um, and so then it's a great looking sign. He's like, that's a good looking sign. Uh, <laughs> should have that one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is going great for, for, uh, Leslie. Um, and then Ann and Tom have their, their moment, uh, where they confront each other and said, Ann's like, you, you're going to break up with me. Um, and, and Tom again points out more problems. Uh, she, they consistently disagree on who wore it best. She still uses an iPad one. She reads books all the time um and then ann points out the problems that tom takes her to, her to terrible movies and talks through them put 20 inch rims on his volkswagen golf <laughs> and insists on being introduced as the brown gosling to which tom says everything you said makes me it makes me like me more <laughs> hey there's um, more things for your anti anti-tom list there's more no, I'm just saying, like, oh. I don't know, like, I know they're not Tom's no-no list, but, like, right. here's more, like, yeah, don't put 20-inch rims on your element. I won't. I won't okay. do it. No worries. Um, and uh, so then Anne's like, listen, I can't take it anymore. I'm breaking you two up. You're done. Um, and uh, she's so drunk, she uh, can't really keep, st stay upright. Um, and um, and so they're like, we need to get you to bed. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she's super annoyed. She's drunk. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're uh, going to get her to rest and to recover. Cut to Leslie and she's replacing all the signs, uh, for her campaign that are misprinted. Now, this is part of the problem that I have with this episode. Why is Ben not doing this? Ben is just at the house. Well, yeah, because Leslie was just supposed to be gone to pick up Jerry. I know, but Ben should have been the one to oversee the like ordering of the signs in the first place as campaign manager. Yes, yeah. I agree, but yeah. I don't think you knew about it. But I, and also in this episode, phones just didn't exist. So there, were, there were no cell phones in this one. It really bothered me. I was like, except for when Leslie's on it, Ben is literally doing nothing yeah. for this whole episode. So anyway, that, that bothered me. Um, 
because Leslie can do it all. She doesn't need anybody. I know. I mean, that's the that's the narrative reason. Yeah. But the the practical reason is super annoying. Um, and so so Leslie is putting all the signs out. Got the back in people's yards. They picked Jerry up for the sinkhole emergency. Uh, they briefly ran out of gas and then walked to the gas station, got more <laughs> gas, and now they're all good. Uh, and Ron's like, yep, you're doing it all. Um, and Jerry's, well, we didn't get drugstore for my liver medication. And then Leslie just blames him. You should have thought of that before we dragged you out of the bath, Jerry. <laughs> and he just goes, yeah. And then they, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like he knows it's my fault. Like, yeah, you're right. I should have been ready for any emergency. Um, and then they uh, arrive to Donna's family's lake house. Uh, and Jerry's like, wait a second. <laughs> this is clearly not a sinkhole problem. Um, and uh, they, those like, once we wake, open the door, everything will become clear. And she yells out surprise and nobody's there. But Ben like pops up from behind, uh, from under the couch, not under, from laying on the couch. He's like, huh, surprise. <laughs> because <laughs> he was asleep because everybody went to bed because they were gone for so long and so leslie says wake everybody up we're uh we're doing this uh and ben's like well also um they're either everybody's either in bed or out looking for champion oh yeah champion ran away <laughs> so um yeah so they uh are going to throw this party whether or not people um are into it uh because it's uh <laughs> as leslie says J we're going to throw Jerry an amazing sweet 16 surprise party, no matter how agonizing it is for all of us. That's, <laughs> That's the spirit. spirit. <laughs> uh, and then Andy and Chris are out looking for champion um, and they're calling out to him. And uh, Andy uh, is just like, look, there's something I need to tell you. I ate one of the soy bones. They, <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I was going to give to champion, but it just looks so yummy. <laughs> The point is, I'm a terrible dog owner. <laughs> that's, that's the conclusion. <laughs> so it's like, when we find champion, you should just take him. I, I can't, I can't take care of him. Um, and uh, and Chris is like, no, you, you rescued him. You gave him a home. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. He's your dog. And and he's like, if you just call out to him, I'm sure he'll come. So he starts calling out. He's like, maybe you should sing. And so he starts singing, and he makes up a song about uh, <laughs> champion. Um, and I know everyone's like a lot of people say he always kind of goes to like a Dave Matthews, Eddie Vedder thing. But yeah. this was so spot on like 90s or early 2000s band Creed. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And if anybody have if you've not heard Creed, like, please go look them up and then quickly forget about them. Yeah. Can you take me higher? <laughs> um, but the lyrics that Andy sings are captured for us here. Uh, Champion, you're lost and soon you'll be found. I rescued you from the pound something something oh man on the ground and get on the on here champion <laughs> <laughs> and then champion comes running back um and uh and he's like you came to my the sound of my voice cut to a talking head with chris blowing a dog whistle <laughs> yeah. it's a dog whistle um so which why did hadn't he used that so much earlier i don't know maybe that was, chris was that was my, to, that was my your pet peeve yeah yeah pet peeve uh. yeah <laughs> we're we're winning. <laughs> uh, we're winning at something. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So they rescue Champion, which is wonderful. Um, and then uh, Tom and Anne wake up April. Um, and April recognizes that they are like close. And it's like, why is your arm around you around her? I, I broke you up. And like, we got back together because of what you said. <laughs> like, what? Um, and she pointed like you pointed out that uh, we're arguing about stuff that was stupid. And so we talked it out and, and I apologize. He apologized and everything's great. 
thanks. <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm drunk. <laughs> Don't listen to me. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so their relationship is continuing for no good reason. Um, and then they, they're having the party. Uh, and Jerry is just he's very thankful uh, that people threw the party. Uh, and Leslie says, all right, everyone, go around and tell their favorite Jerry story. To which Andy starts laughing. He's like, oh, man, I got one. And Leslie then says a positive one. And everybody shuts up. <laughs> um, and uh, Tom uses this moment to talk about uh, his birthday. But it's also about being so much more than that. Because uh, Tom and Anne are back together. Their new cup, uh, relationship mashup name is Tan. Uh, and uh, Anne says, that's over. <laughs> so, okay, Haverkins it is. <laughs> and then Donna uh, has an opportunity to... To, to, to toast Jerry in memory. And she says, uh, I would like to address the fact that number seven says no pets. And yet there's a three legged animal in my living room. <laughs> um, and then uh, Ron's turn is Jerry's work is often adequate. <laughs> and everybody, so, everybody kind of waits for him to do more. And he's just like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Ron is honest. Uh, and then uh, Chris uh, he has an opportunity. He says, Jerry, has a wife and three beautiful daughters, a full life, and that's amazing. April and Andy have champion, and that's amazing. I have a stepbrother who lives in London and 2.8% body fat, uh, and that's it. And, that's <laughs> and he just sits and, down. Like, oh, man, that was a bummer. <laughs> and so uh, then cuts to Jerry, and Leslie has fallen asleep on him. And, <laughs> and Jerry's like, guys, what do I do? Uh, and so they're like, you should probably just sit here and not move. She's really tired. Just a few hours. Um, and so... Ron is in the kitchen talking to Donna, holding up two dozen eggs, says, is this all the eggs we have? Uh, and Donna's like, yeah, what are you making? And Ron's response is simply eggs. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> all uh. these eggs. Um, and then uh, next morning, Ben comes to wake up Leslie uh, and he's like, what happened? And and Ben just responds, well, you slept with Jerry last night. <laughs> <laughs> Technically the truth. Um, and so uh, Ron and... and Ask Leslie to go outside. And this is one of my favorite parts of this episode. Ron's shirt is awesome. I, I love Ron's shirt in this, this part of the episode. It's like a plaid blue and tan and brown. It's, it's fantastic. It's maybe my favorite Ron Swanson shirt. Um, every time this episode comes up, I point it out. I love that shirt. Um, and it's, ca uh, it's cabin. It's Lake cabin, Ron. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's such a good shirt. So anyway, um, so Ron then points out again, uh, you need to take a sabbatical. Uh, and then Ron gives a very important story. Um, and he uh, says, uh, I used to work in a sheet metal factory, but then I got a job came along at the tannery. The hours are better and I would get paid. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'd have the chance to work with leather both before and after it was on the cow, which had always been a dream of mine. <laughs> I didn't want to give up my sheet metal job. So I tried to do both jobs and finish middle school. <laughs> How old are you? 11. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> I was so tired. I tried to puncture an eight gauge aluminum foil with a leather awl. <laughs> and Ron laughs because he's like the only one who knows what that all that means. Right. Um, uh, and, and he's like, I learned a lesson. Never half ass, half ass two things. Whole ass one thing. Yes. <laughs> so if you want to win the seat, uh, then you need to commit yourself 100%, take a sabbatical. Uh, and so Leslie then says, I will cut back to 10 hours a week. Um, and then tries to negotiate up to 15, but it stays at 10. Um, and then April cuts to the credit scene. All right. And then April and Andy are in the office and, uh, she's like, I can't believe Tom and Anna are back together. 
Uh, they're going to keep talking to me about stuff. And, and Andy says, that's a good thing. They want to talk to you because you're important to them, which is nice. Like Andy, like has a moment of like lucidity here. Like, yeah, that is a good thing. They, they like, they like April. Um, and while April thinks she is, doesn't like anybody, um, she does like people. Uh, and then also Andy says, you know, Chris is lonely. So I told him he could borrow champion whenever, <laughs> borrow my dog whenever. Um, and so they champion and Chris are in the uh, courtyard outside of the parks department and, uh, uh, champion is licking Chris's face and Chris is loving it. Oh, um, yeah, I don't like getting licked by dogs. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. They lick their butts. They do. They do. That's just mm-hmm. gross to me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want that on my face. Or well, Chris don't have face. to lick your face. I know, but yeah, hmm. I'll, I'll get over it. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> good luck with that. Uh, and then, uh, Jerry is in the office and Leslie's like, look, I'm sorry I messed up your whole party. So we got you uh, at B&B reservation in your favorite place in the world. <laughs> and Jerry's like, Muncie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> Which I love that that is still a thing. Muncie, Indiana is their favorite place in the world. Um, and so uh, he, this is the uh, one of the most meaningful gifts that you could give to Jerry. I love that Andy replies like, yeah, it was really expensive. <laughs> And so as the uh, the episode is coming to a close, uh, Leslie gets a phone call and she looks at it and she's like, oh, it's the campaign. And Ron's like, go ahead, take it. Um, and uh, and so she goes to take the phone um, and. The uh, <laughs> Andy's last line here is confusing to me. And I listened to it when I watched it. I was like, what if the bread and breakfast you sleep there and you get breakfast? I think he was trying to explain what a what a bed and breakfast was. Oh, but he called it a bread and breakfast. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's. I think it's supposed to say it's the it's the bread and breakfast. You sleep there and you get breakfast. I don't know. It was very confusing. I was like, what? Why? Huh? So, um, but that's kind of Andy's whole role in this episode. Is everything Andy's saying is a little bit, huh? So, yeah. I, this episode's fun. Everybody's involved. The whole cast is there. Except Ben has very minimal to do, which is annoying, but whatever. Um, we get more Donna. We get a lot of Jerry. Um, not too much Jerry, one would argue. Uh, and uh, yeah, so all in all, good episode. Jeremy, any other closing thoughts on this episode? Yeah, Which- oh no, just just the end of like that knowing look that Leslie gives you know Ron as they're leaving. Like she's seeing everybody doing their thing, mm-hmm. and and then she's on the phone, you know, moving forward. Um, yeah, there was there was um, a few kind of trivia things I thought were kind of interesting. I got Chris Pratt can speak German, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rob Lowe does an impression of John F. Kennedy when talking right. about Champion. And he plays in uh, uh, played John F. Kennedy in Killing Kennedy. Oh. Um, yeah. And uh, Jerry had just turned 50 right before that episode. So not not 64. Yeah. Um, you know, what is surprising. I'm going to do an internet search real quick here. Okay. Um, uh, I just searched for Wikipedia because okay. I'm, I'm doing, did I'm you firing go, awesome. Did you search for Google first? So uh, no. Search for Wikipedia? No. Um, there, uh, there's a, a, an older lady in our, in our church who, uh, um, 
when she first got Facebook, what often her Facebook status would just be Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking up uh, Rob Lowe and Jim O'Hare, their birthdays. All right. Jim O'Hare was born February 4th, 1962. Rob Lowe, March 17, 1964. Two year difference in their age. Wow. I cannot believe this. Every time, every time, like that, that information comes back into my brain. My brain immediately rejects it. <laughs> well, how about this one? He's actually nine years younger than his wife on the show, Christy Brinkley. Shut up. <laughs> Dead serious. What? Yeah. Come on. Uh, the internet would never lie to me about that. Where did you find this? On the IMDb's. Oh, see, I went to Wikipedia. Spoilers trivia. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I checked my facts, at least on one internet site. Oh, crazy. They're both born in February, too. <laughs> And we're just going down the rabbit hole. February the only 4th th- and February 2nd. <laughs> the only other thing I wanted to say is that Ron goes back um, in the opening scene, which the, I didn't need IMDb for this, but um, I'm almost 100% positive that the canoe that Ron paddles by in the opening shot of the lake house is the one mm-hmm. that uh, Nick Offerman built himself. He's very, very proud of that canoe. Yeah. Well, it's a good canoe. I mean, the name of his, his book is Build Your Own Canoe. He has another book that just came out. Oh, he does. About walking around outside i don't know i don't know make what it's your called. Own, make your own boots no but no maybe he learned that in the leather the tanner shop so yeah yeah no this was awesome i i thought it was a fun episode it was pretty light you know um the, the campaign the the story the, all the plots don't actually don't move forward a lot uh but again it's it was more of one of those kind of growth episodes so mm-hmm. you got to ch- kind of trade off growth and plot sometimes or you know the overarching um plots of the of the season so um I, I like these ones they're kind of yeah they're fun so yes concur that is that is what i have to say about that good all right well i mean yeah good episode next week uh what are we looking at next week jeremy uh looks like we are doing the campaign shakeup. Ooh, leslie and ben how their work cut out for them when bobby newport bobby mm, newport hires yes. a washington professional as his campaign manager Oh man, Agatha! Yeah. All along, it Who'd was Agatha all along. Catherine Hahn, yeah, she's very funny, very funny in her arc on the show. So, yeah, there you go. Oh man, okay, I'm excited. That uh, yeah, Catherine Hahn is a great character. Uh, we get more Bobby Newport stuff going on. Oh man, so good. Chris Pratt is in it. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Watch out for him. He's a star on the rise. <laughs> I think he's going to be okay. Um, yeah. All right. Well, y'all, listener, thanks for going down this road with us. Yeah. Your well, heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, Leslie would probably be too busy to go. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> and, until next week. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later, man. <laughs> Bye. Bye.